Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Yes, welcome to a very special Keeping the Ball on the Ground. Uh, sponsors, William Hill and... Black Rooster. Fucking hopeless, by the Black Rooster. <laughs> right, shops in Paisley, Duke Street, Coat Bridge, mate. Ever up, get yourself a chicken supper. <laughs> How are you, all right? Special Good, guest, mate. sorry, Charlie McGrew. Big, gorgeous chops. Great to get you back on, mate. How are you? Pleasure, mate. Pleasure to be here. How's old Blackburn and Moggett? Aye, good. Things are going well this year, I'm enjoying it. Well, oh, cliche answer, I right, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, where's that, I always want to say to you, your gear's terrible today, but where's that, uh, where's that velvet suit you used to have? What one? The one you used to wear in the training, remember? William McStable rode you, That's you ended right. up keeping it. I ended up, I left it and stole for Lennox Town, I wore it, wore it in one day, and then um, ended up having to get him and say, like, gear, couldn't find it, somebody stole it. What sort of error are we talking? Very <laughs> sure. <laughs> Where's all my good girls? Where's all my bad girls? I'm talking, talking, talking about those bloodlines. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho. Charlie boy, great to see you. Hey, pleasure hey, as always. Pleasure as always. Charlie. What a hero name. I, I mean, oh, don't find you heels like them, Don't find heels like them anymore. Fucking beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> oh, the reason you're on is because you've loved the man on the podcast, haven't you? Oh, brilliant. Aye. Favourite story? The one up at Elgin. <laughs> it was fantastic, wasn't it? Was that Absolutely the fantastic. Listen, that was one of the days. <laughs> I was five minutes in. And By the way, my niece's boyfriend's a, a, a Clyde fan. Was he? He was up there that day. Well, I tell you, and I, and I said in, in the podcast before, I think they need to get their head looked at before I get my head looked at for going up. I've said it once, I'll say it twice, and I'll say it to face as well. I'll tell you something, mate, there's no chance of low blood sugars a day. Tanking oh. that monster in that moment. Well, I've been shaking like a leaf all day. Honestly, God, didn't I? Uh-huh. You've not slept, have you? I've no, honestly, Charlie. How many uh, cans you had? I've had one can and two, uh, and two uh, double lattes. Um, Dup- but, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, Charlie, uh, size, size took me for a wee while. I was coming to meet you and all that, but I've no slept in the last three nights, haven't I? Know. No, I've been messaging Sai all the time. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here today, but in my own health, I'm struggling because <laughs> I can't sleep. I can't sleep. Do you know what? I'd get you a good night's sleep. Staying at that man's house tonight. Well, I, that's what I was saying to say earlier. I'm, I'm a bad traveller. I struggle with the jet lag and the day's been horrible. Well, no, <laughs> no jet lag a day, but you know what I mean? That type of uh, drainage that, that you get. Um, but it's beautiful, you see. It's <laughs> 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 superb. Absolutely superb. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. Where? New York, New York. These little town blues. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what a program the team have got. Right, I need to ask you something. Yes, I'm going to take it serious now. I want the big man to tell us vegan diet. Come on, Charlie, it? what's going on? Who's on it? it? Disgusting. Are you on it? Listen, I, I'm not 100%. Uh, I try to. I, I'm a bit. 90% on it. I do it. 90%? I, I eat a bit of fish. Right. So, like. Strict, I'm no one of them to go, oh, you're vegan, so I fucking I don't eat anything, you know what I mean? I eat a bit of fish, <laughs> and odd maybe once a week I'll have some chicken, so it's like... Aye, well, you, listen, you need to, because in, in, your, in, your, um, in your job, Charlie, is a, a Scotland captain, Andy Robertson, absolutely amazing, but you're my captain. <laughs> so you must eat chicken and fish. I'll tell you, even managed to get wee Paul Candice on it, mate, which I couldn't believe. I'll tell you a story about Paul Candice, right? Aye. I stayed one for a month at Swindon when we first moved in. Friday night before the game, he'd get a Chinese, and do you know what he'd have for his pre-match on the Saturday? The leftovers. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, I'll tell you another story about him, right? Well, I'm going to tell you one in a second, because I'm fuming with him. Tecanio, um, Tecanio's diet, obviously, it was all dry past and nasal. He only lived on the road, I know. We should have yeah, got, got, got him on. He's a cracking boy. He hated that. He hated that. He didn't eat a, he didn't eat a thing. So see away games for pre-matches. 
Kaz would drive to McDonald's, mate, and get the biggest McDonald's and stick it in his rucksack, right? So we'd sit at pre-match, he wouldn't eat anything, then on the bus to the away game, mate, he'd sit with his rucksack there with his zip open. The can would be down the front and he'd be like, ah. <laughs> he's McDonald's on the way You're joking me. <laughs> And then he the best there was eight of us that went vegan that summer. We said, right, we're going to try vegan, and we stuck to it for a for about a few months. And they started to wrap my foot, but and then I moved on to fishing. That anyway, he he got on it, and you know what he's like. He gets swansies on to something that's him. But he was eating pieces and jam. That's <laughs> so I was eating all day. So it was vegan, but he was eating pieces and jam all day. <laughs> Living on pieces and jam. I came in in the morning, it was just like stacks of like half a loaf, loads of jam just every morning. He was, oh, he was vegan, but he was eating. But listen, see, um, a month ago, I get a message for, for a number, an unknown number. Uh, Hi, Paul, I've uh, been listening to you, um, a wee bit of your interviews. Um, it'd be great to get you in, it's Steve Clark. So I'm like, I messaged Sai right away, I was like, have you got Steve Clark's number? But the WhatsApp picture was. I think it was his, the kids, <laughs> whoever it was, two kids. Ah, you're in the WhatsApp picture. So I was like, is, is Steve Clark got two younger kids? And Sai was like, I think so. <laughs> so I was going to line with it and I said to Sai, what did I say? What did I say? He says, I'm shaking here. I, said, I was shaking like a leaf because Steve Clark to me, as I've said, is one of the, the one of my heroes in life. And I think the job he's done with Kelly. Anyway, forget that. But <laughs> so anyway, I've messaged him back. Um, I've a big message winner. Um, listen, thanks so much for the text and all that. And it ended up with Paul Caddis. So it was disgusting for Paul Caddis, but a lovely, a lovely man. <laughs> and his debut was against Ronaldinho, wasn't it? That was me. Took half, right. half time, half you come, you're absolutely pathetic, but good on you. Aye, <laughs> half off time, off you come. Know 60 minutes, 60 minutes, brilliant. Oh, yeah, I want to ask you, first time you met him, do you remember it? Uh, you were a bit late, us two uh, meeting. No, I don't particularly remember the first time, but I just remember. I remember him about the place, aye. What Funny. was he like? Funny. Used to, used to come up to you before training and say, I'm training with you today, I'm training with the first team. Just don't give me the ball. <laughs> don't just pass just the ball. Don't, don't pass me the ball. I'll just run about. It was, it was funny because, as we know, that's how everybody felt. Mm-hmm. Try to train with the first team. But nobody ever said it. You always went, oh, brilliant and that. But you were like, Yourself. Just get through this a day, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. See, with the, with the first team, no, you do get that feeling, but there is no better feeling, Si and Charlie, after the session when you've done well. Uh, oh my God, you're never, buzzing. That never happened very often. It didn't either. happen to me because <laughs> I, I always remember this, this, the session. You'd write a book about the sessions up at Linux time with me. Uh, nightmare after nightmare, Charlie. Um, <laughs> Uh, honest to God, it was absolutely brilliant for other people to watch, um, but for me, it was, it was terrible. Tell the one that you got called over to do the set pieces. Oh, the one, but yeah, you're gaffer, Tony Mowbray. Oh, was it then? It was then, Charlie, I and, and so the reserves, Lenny was taking oh, the reserves. there, then? No, you weren't there by then. But listen, you'd have probably seen a few nightmares in me anyway. But listen, we'll go back to that one. <laughs> so your manager, Tony Mowbray, actually, are you in the mora? Aye. Can I come in? Aye. You're welcome. Aye. Can you set pieces? Aye. Were they, were they winkle pickers then? I've showed them anyway. I'll get back to the story. Um, what was the studs are mouldy. This carpet's a stud. He had them on the <laughs> Hey, go and tell us no, that no, one. No, tell us right, sorry. Um, so, so we had the reserves are training. There's only about six days with Lenny, right? It was, listen, it was what it was. So Tony Mowbray shouted out to Lenny, I need two players to put the corners in. So uh, me and James, Lenny said, Slaney and James are going to put the corners. So I was out on the, the left-hand side, James is out on the right. But you're sitting in the reserves. That's I'm sitting in the reserve, me and James are up with the first team, see years later, and I mean, <laughs> do not bother talking to me. <laughs> is that? So uh, anyway, Charlie, um, James has put, put a ball in, it'd be brilliant, right? They were playing Hearts the next day, so they're practising set pieces for the game in the next day. So James is putting the, the crosses in, uh, brilliant boys, right? And Mo, right, Mowbray's like, earth for the other side now. So I had my first one, I don't reach a box, right? <laughs> don't reach a box. And Lenny's like, Fox. you can see Lenny, Fox. Hey. Uh-huh. Second one, don't reach a box again. But I don't know what I'm doing, Charlie. I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm swinging fully, and there's nothing in it. <laughs> I can't reach a box. Yeah, for the first one, your head's gone. But the third one, I done the third one again um, and crossed it. Um, at the pitch. Right out of the pitch it went. <laughs> and Mowbray actually said, without a word of a lie, you can ask James as well. Mowbray said, come into the 18 yard line and take crosses for there. <laughs> I swear to God, I was taking crosses for the 18 yard box. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. What was that? Were you, were you nervous? Why were you so nervous? Jenny, well, Robbie Keane. By being serious for a bit, how, how, how we, why were you so serious about Robbie Keane and not a big name? No, it, it wasn't really, it wasn't Robbie Keane uh, that, listen, we signed the same day, um, which was Who, great. You and Robbie Keane? We signed the exact same day. Did you do the scarf again? 
No, well, I never actually got asked to do anything. Which, did that hurt? Did that hurt? That was embarrassing. <laughs> Simple as that, because I'll tell you... You stuck, into the, board, you stuck into the boardroom and then... There you go. Same as myself. Well, I'm going to tell you something new, and I'm really, really sorry, Dad, because I love you to bits. I'll tell you why my select career didn't go well. Because the day I signed, me and my man and Dad went, and my dad turned up with a suit on, it was too big for him. And he shook Peter Lowell's hand, and the suit jacket was over his fingers. <laughs> But I tell you, me and my dad's honestly best, my best mate. I love it a bit. And I tell you, George, George, I swear to God, I've always said this when I talk to the interview seriously about that. The, the, my biggest regret, no regret, you don't live with regrets, you simply don't, you move on with the times. But my biggest, the thing that hurts me the most is no make my man dad proud. But oh, certainly. I'm sure you have me. No, him listen, proud my man dad loves me, but I tell you, I will never forgive that man for the shit. <laughs> Charlie, the sleeve in the horn there, the fingers. Yeah. He's a prodigal son. <laughs> What a boys, I love you bits. We travelled with Scotland 21s one time, me and Ross McCormick, first ever call-up. Twos came for the 19s, so I got a call that Sunday night for Rainer Bonhoff. Buzzing, right, so he's like, you need to wear a suit. So I was like, all right, so I get my suit out. If I was 16, it was up to there, right? I was like, I want to put a tie with it. So I put a big pink, Windsor knot and a big pink tie, right? Chose a pink tie, walked into reception. He's like, all the staff are laughing, going, you got to a wedding? Right, so I'm like, oh, try to rip the tie up, up to my room. <laughs> Next morning we're travelling. Didn't know Roscoe was in the squad, so I'm thinking I'm doing. They've all got the Scotland suit on, so I'm doing with my. This suit's too wee for me, and that. Like, I can't put the tie on, so I go down to the reception. Walked down, <clears throat> sitting there with the boys. They've all got the Scotland blazers on. They've all been measured up. At 21, you get measured. So I'm sitting. Ah, oh, no, I need to travel with these. Right, they gave me a tie, but my suit smells after it, right. So what colour was the suit? It, it was black, and this was all blue with the grey trousers. Right? What was it? Moss bronze or something? I don't know. Buttons, I think but it was. Yeah, no bad. So uh, I've sat down. Next minute, I lifts open the Roscoe's came out. It right. I've never been so happy to see in my life in these dash pinstripe suit on. Right, could only see his fingernails. I went to come out the smile in my face. I was like, yes, man, keep right after me. Oh, brilliant, man. Did you, did you ever uh, go away with Scotland? I was away with, with the, the under-17s at the, the Euros, the first time ever the under-17s qualified for the Euros. Did not score a goal. Um, we were absolutely hopeless. But I was in the team with, with John Flick, who is one of the best players I've played with. Amazing. Charlie, I'm sure you played against him. Played against him last year, I really he really came on. Yeah. West Ham wanted him. Um, but listen, is that why you were the West Ham suit? <laughs> is that <correct? laughs> But anyway, no, I was away with Scotland. For me, it's, Scotland was great, but... I felt a wee bit of time, the boys didn't come together. They sort of stayed in their teams. Uh, and I really changed that mould. What did you do? What sort I of just brought everybody together. Brought right. everybody together. Come to my room, there's a party going wild. <laughs> and there's a party no meaning uh, drinking it, not at all. Just let's go and have fun and have a like. What, doing uh, stuff like your best one to 11s and it? Best one to 11s and we've been doing it all day <laughs> in the car. And we've been doing the car doing all the best 11s. There you go. What's best Man United right back, Paul Parker. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see when Sclaney was at Celtic? Did you feel a wee thingy to look after him because he was a young boy and he just came in? Nah. <laughs> you need to ask him that to look after you. No, but I, I must say... I, I, Who was good with you older players? I, I will say, Charlie, you, you, and, and I don't want to be blowing smoke up your nose because you're here, but you were absolutely amazing, not just with me, with, with, with younger guys. I, I remember sometimes when you go away for the, with the first team and you're away in a hotel, it's horrible. Do you know what Aye. I mean? You don't know anybody, but my God. I think you used to take the fact... You used to bring a ball with you. I used to take a wee ball. used to take a wee ball with him. I just kept my mind there, a wee size, like a wee size two. A wee size two in hotels. Well, just to I just went out in the corridor about one in the morning. I couldn't dribble? sleep, remember? I used to dribble about the corridor. I swear to God, I. <laughs> Did Lenny know that you were doing that? I don't know, I'm not sure, but I couldn't sleep and, and I was too excited because I was with the first time. It was a dream come true, but I, I'm like, I thought you can't sleep, so I used to take a wee size two ball with me, run about the corridor, and then when I wanted to change, I'd go in the room, do wee volleys after one. It was brilliant. Um, Who was your roommate? Nobody. We had the rooms at Celtic. Tells you every no, but you had your own rooms. Um, but can I just say, Charlie, and I wanted to ask you this, uh, I hope, I know we're in a suit, and it's, it's a joke, you know that, but, and I said in the past about James Forrest, now, I hope people don't think that I was kidding on with that, because I do believe he's that good. I think he's one of the most special players this country's ever produced, and I really do believe that. I believe, Are there with that? Well, it's a different time, um, but certainly a different type of player, but I certainly believe Man United, Jesse Lingard, double the player of him, double the man of him. We go to Liverpool. <laughs> we go to Chelsea. Petro, 
even when Pedro was at Barcelona, James would have been playing ahead of him. So <laughs> what? He's good. Very, yeah, very good. good. And, I, and I believe Charlie is in this sort of uh, mindset than now. Do you remember when Gareth Bale was at Spurs? Aye. And I'm not saying he's similar to Gareth Bale. Forrest is similar to a Hazard type player. All right, just amazing, a genius, a genius mind. Nothing phases that man. But what I'm saying is, with Gareth Bale, every time Spurs win. Every time Spurs won, Gareth Bale was scoring a, a world day or he was winning the game. Forreston is in that mindset this season and my God, I believe he will be at one of the best clubs in the world. Did you find it hard competing with him when you were young kid at Celtic? Well, I seen, seen a way, uh, as much as I, I love him to bits, uh, if I could be anybody in the world, it'd be him. <laughs> and I mean anybody. If somebody said to me you can be a billionaire right now, it, it, no, it'd be him. That would be it. But that was probably the reality. That, that he was much better? I mean... Different type of players, but well, what type of player was he? He was. I always thought you a were dog. like a James Milner type. Ah, yeah, that's exactly what I was. And when Did I was you say young, a dog, I I was a wee bit when, because you know this is strange, right? When For I was a Aye, but when I was at Motherwell... You remember the times we never trained well, but I remember the times you trained well. I don't remember all the times you, you see. I think, I think he exaggerates. I wasn't it. as bad as he. But Charlie, do you know? He's in, he, do you see know, when you first seen him doing talented kid. Aye, I thought good trainer, good player, worked hard. But do you know what the reason I realised I don't think I was good enough for Celtic was at Motherwell I wasn't that type of player. I was flashy, I would take players on. I didn't really like going back to the pitch. I would like to take players on. Tricky winger per se. As soon as it's Celtic, I think it must have been thinking, I'm not maybe at this level, so mm-hmm. I maybe need to change and work hard. And to be honest, I play like James Milner, I wouldn't pay five pence to watch him play. <laughs> No hammer. Oh. Well, listen, my great career, but I'm telling you right now, you do not pay money to go and watch players like that. There you go. Right back, Oi. didn't you bother me? You can play three position, play one good one. <laughs> Oi, you're saying that he, uh, he helped you, but he also stitched you up with big Mistorovich, didn't he? Unbelievable. Got on the bus the first uh, game away to Ross County. Unbelievable. I was up. You came on your sub back then. Unbelievable. Changed the game, man. I'll do him back in one each. Didn't touch the ball, but listen, changed the game. <laughs> But um, no, I remember going up, uh, t- we were staying in the hotel and we were going up on the bus um, and Charlie said, sit in that seat, pal, sit in that seat. So I went and sat in it, uh, turned out to big damn story of seat and my <laughs> God, he came up and ridiculed me, slaughtered me, got off my seat. But eventually Kyle sat beside Dan, so I ended up sitting on Dan's seat and Dan sat in Kyle's seat, so we were sitting right beside each other the whole aye. journey. But, but everybody had their seats, didn't they, just to kind that's the way it was. Aye, because you, you wanted to stay close to the ones you were close with, so aye. you just sort of regrouped, but for some reason me and Dan get stuck together and there's a picture, there is a picture, we can't find it unfortunately, that I'm sitting beside Dan, my face is bright red, <laughs> smiling. And Dan sitting for thunder face. So that was five years next time. Fuming, fuming. I was asking him all the was, questions. Uh, was he you know him and Kyle quite close? You know, Reggie and you when Big Dan left. Aye, Big Dan left. Aye, that's right. And then uh, we were on the bus one time, and I was I had the uh, music on. I didn't usually have the music, but for some reason my my iPod was on. Nobody liked my stuff. All stuff. What sort of stuff we're talking? Range for anything, man. Old school dance to Elton John or anything. Is Brilliant. So. Uh, I, put, uh, I said to Beram, Beram, I've got a song for you, and it was Dan, Dan was like Beram's da, right? <laughs> it, would, it was frightening, do you remember it? Oh, he used to follow him about, and then he would be, Beram, you see Beram, like, listen to him, what Dan said, he was like, damn, she went, uh, Miss Dorovich was on the bench or on, on the pitch, she went, Kyle done something, he looked around for approval of him. Did he, yeah? Yeah. And, uh, I, and uh, so I said, uh, Dan's left, so I went, I've got a song for you, Beram, this is your song, it was John Daniel. <laughs> I was playing it on the bus, I am just staring at me like that. I don't know if he didn't understand the music or he was raging with me. I think he'd have been upset, to be honest. Uh That's probably the reason, eh? See, all this where Lenny was obviously the manager this time, all the stuff that happened on last week. Are you surprised that it's all happened? (sighs) Oh my, I mean. Was it hard? Was it hard playing under him? Demands? It was, but Celtic we were winning. So Hmm. when we get beat one game, it was torture after the game. For the next day, it was torture. We, went, we get made to come in and watch a video and we'd been there for two and a half hours. But you learned that that was his management style. And then you knew, this play the exact same game, but win the game and you'll know be doing that. You're the best people in the world and he's all happy and he's dancing about. You lose a game and anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So you knew that was, that was a big part of his management. I, I, I still say he's probably the best man manager I've had because... He had a fear factor where you thought, oh, just win this game. Mm-hmm. Just win this game. No matter mm-hmm. all costs, just win the game. He's a special, so, special man. It's Celtic, <laughs> Celtic you're, you're losing one, then you're winning four in a row, and then you're maybe drawn, gone mad, and then you're winning an R5 in a row. Mm-hmm. So places like Hibs, it's hard to comment because 
they're eighth on the table. They're maybe losing two or three in a row. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know. What, what? How you think he's a very, very no, special I, man? I, I actually date. Up there with your dad, huh? No, but he's, he's a he's he's a leader of men. He realises he's, he's a born leader, a born winner. Um, very similar to Diego Simone at Fletcher Madrid. That aura about him and presence. I, I, and we're making through we like Tommy Burns. If we never won a youth team game, go mad, mate. Two and a half years. Oh really my must, God, that's, that's what you need. Mad. So that like, I don't know if it's the way we were brought up or what, or, or, or maybe young ones are different now. I don't know. I don't well, you know. See that? Do you think they're different now? Probably. No, but I think. I think. I think that they, they there's not as many managers now that act like that because they know they can't. Mm -hmm. so, that annoy you though. Not really, because it's, it's, it's different now, so it's, it is what it is, but I think you should be able to handle a manager shouting at you. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't think there's nothing personal there. You just got to be able to handle it and Remember move on. Kerry McDowell in the reserves? Oh, man. It was a nightmare. <laughs> a nightmare. Even maybe box, even boxes before before the training, you were like, oh, here we go. Mm -hmm. what, was your, uh, what was your best memories of the youth team? Was it not Scott Leach who was in charge of? Ah, it was, it was, it was your man at his lyric. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cracker. We played a reserve game. Uh, and I was absolutely brilliant. What a guy he is. <clears throat> brilliant, and I was brilliant this day, Charlie, and I mean top of the range. But when I, when I get that good on the game, I become even more arrogant. <laughs> I become lousy, I become <laughs> disgusting to my opponents. So I was mouthing other players, Charlie, bad mouthing other players, through legs and all that. Do all that, carry on, right? <laughs> so after the game, brilliant. But Leach just came in, slaughtered us. Rightly so. That bad attitude, but at the time you don't fight like that. So I done it after the game. I said to the boys in the bus, I'm not coming back. No ways, I'm shouting at me like that. So I've caught you looking my hair there, size. <laughs> 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 somebody said, somebody said it's like the see, East Magic Gem, no, East Gems. <laughs> Is it? I don't know what the fuck that meant. Sorry. Um, so anyway, let's say it was. Um, so I know I, what that meant, that's like the. The way it's flowing back, yeah, that's a compliment. On here? Uh, Aye. It's a good cut, James. isn't it? It's a good cut, yeah. It's a cracking cut, it's a wee guy, a wee, wee Chinese guy, cracking a lovely boy. But do you know, say, what is it? Aye, but it's a strange one. <laughs> Does that please with his groggers? With his mouth when he's talking, when he's cutting your hair? No thanks, don't I hear it? <laughs> no, but back to like, this is getting wet, this is getting brilliant. Why do you not grow up like that? You know, I can't like, because I've, like got, my I've got a receding hairline, so it goes, it start, your matter starts back here, it's unbelievable, I swear to God, Charlie. Unbelievable. Right, Max Brannan, yes, please! <laughs> yeah, no, back to the, the story we've got with we, we Leachy eyes. So, I, anyway, rightly so, listen, Leachy's a great a great man, honestly. Um, a, a, another sort of guy that was a winner. I, it might have been a wee bit hard on times, but as I said, it's part and parcel of the game. But, um, so after the game on the bus, I said, I've never come back. Never come back. It took a week off, turned the phone off, never went back. You said that? No, I did. All right. I didn't get back for a week. Turned the phone off. Five days into the, the week, I was off. I was in the town. Well, I walked about the town. Just said, I, I, I like this life. And I just walked about. Uh, walked back and my, the youth coach was lying on the couch. When I got back in the house, and he, he was like, I'm not leaving your house today before you come back to me. Like she so, did? No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't like she was one of the other coaches who came right. uh, and brought me back. But that was, even at a young age, it was maybe signs there that... Did you ever had your dad's suit on, did he? Well, I don't know. <laughs> no, I didn't have a wee guy, didn't he? Because he, he, he came to He was lying on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you've been best days of your life. I, I, absolutely. And I, I always go back to Chris McCart and I don't want to keep going because people... Charlie McGrew's on. We want to hear him. The sex god of football. The sex bomb of football. <laughs> He's got everything. Great, great player. Um, the looks... The, the sort of Gerard Peakey, a Scottish football, uh, I know he plays in the Blackburn, but the Scottish Peakey, if you like, I believe so. Um, <laughs> and I believe in, in Brendan Rodgers' reign, maybe the one criticism, should he have kept Charlie McGrew? Yes, is the answer. <laughs> but moving back on, Charlie, uh, um, the youth team days. The youth team days, we used to be in at 8 o'clock. We used to get a 7 o'clock train, we were in at 8 o'clock. We did not leave till 6 o'clock. We'd done every job under the sun. And I, at the time, you moan. You, you, you moan with each other and, oh, I'm doing this. That set you up for the rest of your life, discipline-wise. And people might say... See, it's oh, worked for you. you know, I know, but uh, people <laughs> might say, oh, well, how can you see your discipline? But I'm with this. No, this, yeah, I'm Do you know what I mean? And when it comes to respect, um, living your life and whatever, and treating people, you, you learn all that respect. Right. And Chris McCart was the best at that. Um, and it was, it was the, the best... I've never been as happy as that in my whole life. No. Just, uh, every day. How, how, youth team is brilliant, wasn't it? Oh, brilliant. Well, he makes me gaze, gaze a wee bit. Brilliant. Nah, nah, you're the man for that. Hey! <laughs> Can you take training and implement it into a game situation? Was <laughs> <laughs> well, he like playing? Oh, he was funny. He was a great, he was a great guy, wasn't he? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. 
Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It was class because then you thought <clears throat> there was no pressure because you didn't need to go and play in front of a crowd and, and, and win games. We did have to win games, but it wasn't as much pressure on you then. It was just like going and have a laugh and that oh, was brilliant. Who was the well. funniest midge? Midge was mental, aye. We had a good group, though, didn't we? Uh, it was funny, man. You, youth teams is just absolutely amazing. The, the laughs you have, the, you become like a family, I believe. Uh-huh. Still speak to boys for the youth team? No, ain't interested in them. <laughs> 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 Who was in your youth team? The, the ones that Callum came, Henry was in your youth team, wasn't he? Callum Henry. But we Celtic when I came, it was we, well, when I came into the reserves, I mean, Callum McGregor and that were coming up. Right. Um, Callum McGregor, Forrest had just went into the first team. Liam Henderson, an unbelievable player. I, I think mm. he was 15 or 16, wasn't he, when he came into the right. first team of training? He was good, wasn't he? I can always remember it, because we were up, and Liam Henderson came up, and he, he was a lot younger than us, and he went to the first team, and I remember when we watched it, it was just unbelievable. Honestly, it was, so it was, special, it was special to see a young kid. Steve, you had, have you had his confidence, didn't you, could well, I, I, I don't know, sorry, because I, I, I maybe sometimes I felt all right training, sometimes I didn't, but I was, I was always getting injured, so I was never feeling... If, I mean, sometimes you play six, seven games and it gets you feeling good. Mm-hmm. I never really had that opportunity because of injury. So I don't know, but it's certainly that Callum McGregor, my God, what a player. He, he could play, and he can play anywhere, but he was just a special, special player. And he, he, you're no surprised. He, I think he's another one that could maybe go and move, Charlie. Uh, he's he's that, that special. Yeah, yeah. But again, talking about the, the boy, the, the, that maybe came away from it when I went to Celtic. At Motherwell, it was a lot more, all the Scottish boys, um, Relaxed. You've not really got a lot of money, maybe a couple <clears> of hundred pounds a week. It's say like there was maybe foreign boys coming in and they're owning a bit more money, so it's no as it's no as good that way. But listen, it was mm-hmm. it was it was that's was. Where Here's I was. a question for you: Was there a, was there a top player back in youth team that you you thought would have done better? Would have made would have made it? I could probably name five or six. Mm-hmm. Couldn't you? I mean, Rocco, <clears throat> Rocco Quinn, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Who else is there? Um, Character Rocco. Hi, hi. So few characters. Um, who else could you? Who else could you think of? Loads of them. Yeah, remember the boy Gary Young? Do you ever remember him? Gary Young. I think he ever went full time, but like he was a left sider, rapid, unbelievable left foot. But just it's hard to see what happened to him. Do you know what I mean? He just mm-hmm. kind of faded out. Never why even went full time. Why didn't you had the career? You had an enema. I think it's, it's all done, as you say, I mean, I go confidence in, in, in believing in yourself. But I think it's, it's massive. Uh, it would be you, Charlie, though. You have to be so mentally strong, I believe, to play with Celtic. And especially when you've came, you were there and left and then came back, there's even that extra pressure. Um, he's been here, is he good enough? And that, the, the, the mental strength you must have to play with that club mm-hmm. is on a different level, I believe. To, to come through any team is hard, but to come through it's Celtic. The pressure, just... especially in Glasgow, the pressure is unbelievable. And it's as a massive club. That, now I go to the games, and, and after five minutes, if they're not playing well, the, uh, the fans get on their back. Do you know what I mean? The day the fans get on their back. So if you're not mentally strong enough, then you won't, you won't last. It doesn't matter how good you are. Um, and I'd probably mentally, I wasn't strong enough 
thinking, I don't think I was, Charlie. Because day in, day out, you need to do it. The standard when I was there, we used producing every day and first, it was incredible. You are talking about when Yama, yourself, guys like that, every day had to be brilliant, Joe. Maybe I wasn't, I, I don't know. Um, but you said to me, you always thought you would make it. Remember that? I, I, I always believed that I, I could do it. I always believed I could make it. What well, I wasn't... I wasn't arrogant and saying I'm going to make it, but, but in saying that, when I was when I was at the reserve in the reserves and it was like you know, the first team, it was like, wasn't he confident at all? I had to go away, go and look. When I went to the United, was it when you maybe first started playing first team that you thought I can do it? Even when I first came back, first couple of games, it was like, then it was like maybe I don't know, maybe a couple of good training sessions, and maybe a good game, and then you just go for there, mm-hmm. and then things just start to start to happen, and you, you get more and more belief in yourself and. Yeah, Lenny was good for me and uh, does, pff, Jack, does, phone, does phone that ever see as you say when you first came back and pff, you still felt a wee bit I'm not sure Aye. does that does that go away c- completely like that sort of the pressure there is always there playing with Celtic is oh, it? it's always there is right? it? But, but you get more confident with it so you get to more belief in yourself right. but like first couple of games I had an absolute nightmare mm-hmm. and, I, and that was me coming back I remember, and I the, like, I remember the nightmares uh-huh. and I was like but you just need to keep believing. It's that, or that, I don't know, it's hard to say. And what helps is having a manager that's, he's signed me back. So when we're coming uh, through, right, and you're, you're coming through, the youth, you're seen as a youth team player, even though you came from Motherwell, you're seen as I a youth know, team player because you're signed young boy. You maybe get a wee chance in there. If I come through and I get that chance, I'm out, I'm never seen again. Mm-hmm. Lenny broke me in. So you had to play. So he's got, didn't have to play me, but, because knows if I came in, I'm a big signing. But you were a first But he's came in and he's like, I'll look after you. Like, I'll, 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 they want to do their best for you, and 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 then when you do get the chance, then you just go. So for see, it. when you came back, and you were, that maybe never had the best of the mm. stats. Would he, would he be slaughtering you, or would he pull you aside saying, "Then I worry about well, no, it"? Did slaughter you? Did slaughter you? But it, uh, but it's it's, it's it's still have chats with me saying, "Listen, keep your head up and that." At the time, he, he brought me in kind of a left back. He says we're bringing in another left back, but we still want you. And I'm thinking to myself, right. And then I got a chance, I get in, Emilio get injured or something, and I get in, and then I, uh, I think I played, started playing centre-back then. He did a centre-back, I played centre-back, and then just, I just went for there, and I had a good game. Mm-hmm. Played well, and then just great, gained confidence and belief for there, and just, and just went, do you know what I mean? See, when you left Celtic, went back to Motherwell, did you feel you went back a better player? When I, no, when I went, um, when I, what do you mean when I left Celtic? When I left Celtic, I was I went to Motherwell and only went back to training, but my hip was knackered, so I couldn't sign again um, for a team. I had to get that sorted before. Um, and then when I got that, it's just, that was, I, I was done. I, I mean, I tried to go part-time, you know, but I was done, but I don't know, you know, if anything, I felt, I swear to God, I, I don't know if it was strange or no, but I, I felt I was a much better player at 16 than I was 20. Yeah, that's what, uh, so you felt a better player at Motherwell? Much better at Motherwell, but I don't know. Do you think that was in your head or do you think it was? I don't know. I, did, I, I, I can remember the first time ever in my career where I lost my confidence completely and I heard players saying it. I heard players saying, oh, I mean, he's no confidence. I actually, lo- it was a fair training session and I have never experienced it. You couldn't do anything right. Like, it just I, couldn't see anything. That happened to me. You went through a stage, that, that happened to me at the age of, when I was growing from the age of 11, or 12 even. Through to like 15, 16, what well, I actually couldn't pass about a teammate. Aye, it's horrible, like, yeah. Just takes you, I remember you used to train two years above yourself, uh-huh. and you'd come train with us, and I was like, ah, it was unbelievable, like unreal. And I was like, I couldn't pass about, you might remember it, I uh-huh. could not pass about a teammate. <laughs> thought you had high heels on. I was like, Bambi on, I was like, Bambi on ice. <laughs> and I was like, that wasn't even just a two game spell, that was about what? a two year spell where uh-huh. I was clinging on to be getting released. Uh, to get in contract. Uh, Jimmy, Mac, Jimmy then, Mac says that with you. Huh? And then um, just before I got a contract, Tommy Burns said, right, we've got, you've got six weeks to prove yourself. And I was like, well, it's new or never. So I managed to, I put, for anywhere, played for a week, so I knew I had six weeks. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the boys got a one year deal, and somebody's got a two year, and Aidan McGee, and Rocco got a three year. But to get a two year deal, I was like, Buzzing, but uh, maybe they, maybe the knockbacks and confidences then Helped issues you. made me made me stronger for when I got them when I was older. Maybe I don't know. You look at Andy Robertson as well, but do you know what I mean? Like go for Celtic, then went to Queens Park, and then it just comes on as you see career goes. I don't know. See, see, being a character, drink that kills you as well. See, when you are well, that character, drink that kills you. That was I used to always have a battle in my head. It was it was it was mental a battle in my head all the time when I went home. 
I used to be in, in with the reserves, having them all laughing, right? All laughing, kind of knowing you would do it. And then when I went to him, I went, that coach might think I'm a fuck about. Or they might, that coach might think I'm a... Aye. But I yeah. took football that really serious. If, so I've said it before, if probably too serious, because I... I never stopped thinking about it, I would never date it, and I didn't have a life. Honestly, I was pathetic and sad. Who's I, the biggest character you've played in there you go? You were a massive character. What was he, what was funny about him? Just, it, it, it was, it, it made everybody f want to be, be there, he's that type of person. He was a massive character on and off the pitch. He had big balls. <laughs> it was great. But that's what I love, Charlie. See, see people that, because there's, there's an old saying that the loudest room is actually the, the weakest. But Charlie, in your example, certainly not. Um, as I said, it just brought everybody together. It's so, so funny, and the boys absolutely loved you. But when you went out on that pitch, you were a leader, and that's what I'm talking about, the big balls. Do you know what I mean? You uh, must have big balls. We had a laugh then, didn't we? Like, even in the youth you, team, and even you when great, you came back, we had laughs, and we... we even, I think Lenny liked that, though. But when it was serious, it was serious. Was so, like, even in the warm-ups, we'd have a laugh, we'd be mucking about and whatever. But as soon as training started, it was gone. There was no laughs in training, yeah. so Aye. it was always... The, the training, it, I always say the training itself, it was so hard. It was like, see the way you have, you have to build up to a game? I felt training was like that. Mm -hmm. There was so much pressure on it and the standard was unbelievable. Especially the Fridays, Charlie, my God. Young, young, the one touch was fucking horrible. One touch, two touch, all I used to do the one touch and stop and he was about me. Come on, I remember one session I just stood behind my yama, a whole session. He's up behind my yama, I didn't get it. I remember one of these sessions at Barfield and I wasn't in the team at the time. I remember the time when I was, my head was all the place, I wasn't feeling comfortable ever. I was at the team that Amelia was playing. So I did an old V Young, so obviously like, everybody joins an old V Young and I've took a ball at my feet before the, before the starts and I've just zinged it right <laughs> off the back of Amelia was here. <laughs> I've, no, I've no meant it, I've tried to put it in the goal. He's not doing it in all fours. Lenny's like, ah. obviously I think he'll be injured tomorrow, looking at me. You'll know, play like, yeah, fuck, shit. And I'm like, oh no, please get up, please get up. <laughs> Dude, did you know how da you know Danny McGrain or Danny Aguizel? I know he blocked one, Danny went on the old force, <laughs> but back to Haribo, and he hit it again and it scalped in the chin, and like, Danny was lying flat out. Danny was passing training, I know. Oh, well, mind you, you used to go to Charlie, uh, Danny a couple of times when we're doing a warm up and Danny's walking around, shit, up all the cones, and every time he walked on, you moved the corner a wee bit. Danny kept turning around, ah, actually, you see, I remember Danny one time in the boxes, you remember this? It was just when I came back. And he was taking some boxes and um, we're doing the boxes anyway and the ball goes out and no, Danny's at the side putting it in, telling you the rules and all that. And we're passing it in the possession box, next minute the ball goes out and obviously all the balls have went. And he's turned around and went like and kicked a bunch of cones in. <laughs> so it was a ball! <laughs> what are the cones scattered everywhere? <laughs> so he did. Remember he used to get changing the dressing room, didn't he? Oh, uh, what a guy. He's standing in the shower with Danny McGregor. Big Jim O'Brien used to Danny boy every time. I'm Danny, Danny one, right. one of the best... For him to Great be the guy. player he was, and what an Aye. unbelievable guy, wasn't he? Tommy was the same, Tommy Burns was the Aye. same, what a laugh. Just man. an amazing Remember guy. Remember the 3v3s used to join in, in it? Oh, brilliant. I had a good story about Tommy, but when I, when I first signed, now you'll say when you first signed, Aye. I was 16 when I first signed, and I went up, um, my mum and dad went up, suit zone, like, went up. Sounds familiar. That was the same suit I had when I was 21, getting called up for the 21s. <laughs> <laughs> so I went up, walked in, and Obviously, my mum and dad are quite wee. So I walked in and uh, Tommy's like, ah, where does he get his height for? I was about six foot, six foot three. My mum and dad like five, seven, five, eight. My dad went like that, genuinely serious. Like, my granny was tall. Like, she was a tall woman. I think she was five, ten, eleven. He was proud of his granny, right? <laughs> <laughs> my granny was tall. And Tommy went like that, sharp as him. Like, who'd she play for? <laughs> See, just on that, tell the, oh, tell the more off story at Aberdeen. What, why? The one you sent on the voice note to Desi Young. I bet he's a... He's a brother. Ah. I made more... This Sharp as anything. More Desi Young was brilliant. More signed for us at Aberdeen, right? A short-term contract and that. And he's come up, I think he was travelling for Dundee, he was staying with his moss, he's come up one day and walked into the change room and he did Pradas on. Remember they Pradas have they go up with their first wage right to cruise? The, the straps? Aye. Uh, he walked in with them, but that was what, 2008 or something? Had they seen them for years? <laughs> so I was like, well, where have you pulled the Pradas for? So I've just sitting around, he went like that. Oh, I got them from my Ma's wardrobe, eh? <laughs> Desi's went, we've done your Ma's wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> 
sharp as it, love it. man. Uh, right, talk about a few other characters. Paddy McCourt. Brilliant. One of the best. Uh, what an am- honestly, what an amazing guy. So, so funny, but without even meaning to be oh, funny. Amazing. Just a dry sense of humour. He was just amazing. Uh, a really, mo- really moaning in training. But again, one of the moanings I've ever trained. Is he? Aye, aye. He wasn't like that. But how good was his Charlie in training? Ah, but uh, unbelievable. One of the best ones I've ever seen. Well, just, honestly, see like, the amazing. John's best year, I'd have been the best in the world. <laughs> I think so. Uh, I was. He was unbelievable, wasn't he? Like see, with the ball. See the. It was like a, a throwback. See like, the the goal man at of England. I'm not just seeing this. Charlie uh, Paddy used to do that in training. Oh, every single day. He was just. Times. He was just a slug on crutches, aye, wasn't it? Aye. Asthma. What was the one? But you. See some of the reserves games, mate. You were standing Lincoln. Aye, he was frightening. What was it? Just fitness, eh? Uh, he just when he, but when he had the ball, he looked fit as anything. When he lost it, he just was like that, and he, <laughs> the, he, you seen the hair moving. But I don't know. Like, he used to dread like the runs at pre-season. I used to share a room with him pre-season, and it would be four fours in the afternoon. Lenny loved four fours in the afternoon. Oof. So we'd spend the, we'd eat a lunch, go back to our bed and lie down. Right, you know, it's like you just chilling for a couple of hours the whole tours he'd speak about what pace he was going to do the falls at and, <laughs> and asking me what pace I was doing and he's not gone flat out he's tight and surely the manager realised everybody's tight I'd be like ah, Paddy come on man just let's rest for tours we'll deal with it when it comes he'd speak for the full tours <laughs> oh, mate, we interviewed Michael O'Neill right and Michael O'Neill says that uh, this was he said on a Monday we'd put up the schedule so it'd be like maybe on a Wednesday it'd be a double session he says as soon as we met up the morning, the morning we met up Paddy would come straight over and went I said, Gaffer, do you mind if I take Wednesday afternoon off? I don't think I can do a double session. <laughs> like one of said, just like, get, get this morning out of the way, Paddy, and then we'll talk about Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a man. What, what a player, though, honestly. What a guy, you know. Amazing guy. Are you look after you, huh? Was am- he was amazing with me. Absolutely amazing. Even times when I did have the injuries and whatever, he, was, he would always come and see if you were all right. He was amazing, honestly. Yeah. I couldn't speak highly enough of that man. It was a 1v1s, mate. We Stratton used to put, see if somebody annoyed Stratton, he would do 1v1s and put them up against Paddy, man. Ah, he was I made for them, wasn't he? Uh-huh. <laughs> made for them. He never even done a trick, though, eh? No. Just no, those three kicks, wasn't it? He was uh-huh. so quick with the ball. Uh-huh. What, what about, uh, there's another character on here. Samaras, was he a character in there? He went through a stage of calling me Stevie. It was bizarre. <laughs> he called you Stevie. It was bizarre. It wasn't he? Honestly, that that was it. it wasn't he? This isn't he trying to be funny. He said some, somebody called me Stevie and didn't mean it. And he was stoning there and heard it. <laughs> and ever since he's just kept calling me Stevie but laughing after it. I was like, what is this guy doing? Do you know he's Stevie Frail? He may <laughs> do you remember the time Stevie was Stevie was in and in the queue for lunch and Lenny went, fucking hell, you're going to let the boys eat first? And I swear to God, Stevie, that was the last time you seen Stevie up in the... Oh, God. <laughs> 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 so you just talking about him being Stevie Friel, did you always see a top coach in him from a young age? Oh, I always did that. Was he always... Aye. was always with Mark. You were never without markers. <laughs> whistles. Aye, what was really my stage after turning? <laughs> Balls, bags, markers. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, Sammy, but Sammy, big Sammy, good guy, you know that, but the smell of fags off him. Was he like a fag guy? Frightening. Didn't he know it? Somebody, somebody said, you smell the fags off him, so you're looking for it. The smell of fags off the guy. Honestly, I don't know if he smoked or he gelled his hair with Lambert Butler, but... <laughs> <laughs> he could be a top player at times, so Sammy. Oh, he was Big a joke. Games, he was brilliant, wasn't he? He was a uh, joke. Was I remember the Atletico Madrid game in the Europa League. It's a random game, right? But away, and he was flicking it onto his cell, running, and getting it. It was unplayable. Uh-huh. And so then other times, he just. Do you just couldn't fancy it or? just didn't fancy it. I found it easier to get his cell up for the big games or whatever, I don't know. Just choking for a snap. But Lennon, <laughs> but Gaffer certainly seen him as a, as a big player because he did play me a lot of the big games, didn't he? He loved him. What about Bruni? Is he, did, you, uh, did he teach you as a captain? Didn't I just say yeah for the sake of it? Did he actually? Not really. People ask me, no, I've asked that before. Like, well, I, to be chosen as a captain, I just think that people have chosen you because of the way you are. So I just try and be who I am. And I think that's what he done. Because he never changed from what I've seen in him, if he'd been with Scott in 21s, to then when I went back to Celtic was captain, he never changed. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was something I learned, just be yourself, because if you're chosen to be captain, it's because of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, as I say, I like a laugh in that, but I'm serious at the right times, I think. So. Do we see Kelvin Wilson? He said that Bruni was a top, top player. You go along with that? Brilliant. He, he, he kens his cell and all that about how 
He always, oh no, but he's touching all that and calls himself just a dog, but he's, he's nah, brilliant. he's brilliant, eh? what a he's player. Brilliant. Even he, since he's came back, since people were writing him off. That's he's what, no, he's what, came see back him even right, stronger. See, you write him off, that's it. He's come back even, even stronger. Mm. This sense, right. he's been absolutely amazing. And again, a one-half, isn't he? He's a, he's a, a leader. It's a bit like you and Peter write you off, isn't it? The total op- uh, opposite of <laughs> <in> you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he really was on it. And even again with younger players, he was just amazing. He really was. And uh, as I said, a, a total born leader. Were you ever captain? No. You think it would have brought? Like... I, actually, see that. Going back to the the, the the character thing again, being a character and all that. That's what kind of caught me. And I was all. I, I was. A, it was a dream to be a captain for me. I, it was since a young boy. It, was, it must be an amazing feeling. But because I was joking about all that, people probably didn't see. We can't have that guy as the leader. Do you know what I mean? So I never ever had the chance. Well, I did. <coughs> One game. The reserves was a reserve game. Half the reserves were away. The under-19s were away. Half the 17s were away. So it was like a mix under-14s. An under-12s captain was new well. You were, you were so I get getting the captains and I was probably 15 year olds. I was slaughtering not brilliant, but it was V Blackpool. Uh, it was V Blackpool, but it was again, it was it was a sort of token gesture. Take that. Did you, you have I mean? a game with Celtic that you you, you thought I could I can do this? Well, the the, the, the the saddest thing for me was we I had come back from my knee, and it took me a while to get up to speed. It, it really did, and I played there during a Saturday morning. It was international week. So Scotland were playing whatever, but we were playing. So Lenin that came to the game, and I was absolutely amazing. And I don't, I don't mean that to be in that Arrogance, way. Uh-huh. I was brilliant in that game. And in the last minute, a boy came in and smashed my ankle. But after the game, we weren't sure what it, how bad it was. And Lenny came in and said, "You're going to be in the squad if you come out next week." So I swear to God, I was buzzing. And then went down to London. And it took I was out for about six to eight months or something. So that feeling that the manager saying that to you, it just kept ringing around my head and right, I could be playing or whatever. I think it was when... That's when maybe you need a bit of luck, I know. Uh, because that could have been the thing and maybe you, you took your confidence, maybe just come on against one, or even play uh, and thought, you know. I, can, I can be here, I can play here, not mm. mean? So it's, it's luck, there's luck involved. Nah, I was a two and a half year as well, it kills you mate, doesn't it? The, the, the ankle arm was horrible because when I came back, I didn't feel the surgery really helped, that I could, I, it did to an extent I could get through it, but... I still was having to get injections in it. I couldn't strike through the ball. I couldn't like, jump in it. And I just felt I wasn't the same player anymore. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, it does certainly kill you, though. Did you used to love going away with the first team? It was the most... Even my ma, she never, I swear to God, when I used to tell my ma, she was grabbing us and all that, shaking us. And I was shaking her. <laughs> Charlie, it was the most amazing feeling, though. Wait, so show us how you'd shake each other. Honestly, but it would just grab me. She would grab me first like that. And then we're just fucking, yeah, slap each other. And it was, but see, that's what I was saying. See my man's face, when, when, especially even when I was coming through it, my own made my debut and all that. But when I, when, I remember saying to her, um, Mitch, remember Mitch? Mitch? Who was Michael Gardy? No, no, Gary Parker's mate. Mitch? Mitch. 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 He drove me to the house. I was a late call-up to the squad mm. on the Friday. And the boys were got to the hotel, so he came and picked me up and he was outside, waiting outside my house. And I was like, my man, just look. Why they say, like, coaches and all that, my mum was in tears, floods of tears. And that's that was the hardest thing for me, Si, coming away from the game. No getting her that feeling, no. Charlie, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Aye, so it was, but uh, you, you, you live life, Charlie, <laughs> don't you? You live, enjoy yourself, uh-huh. don't you? But see, after say, like, you must have been, there must have been one stage of your career that you enjoyed. None of the part-time stuff, nah. For a laugh, aye. Uh, what, was the, what was the best laugh? Oh, it was absolutely, the, the air was absolutely mental. I mean, absolutely crazy. You used to get home at 11, 12 o'clock after training and all the boys are eating McDonald's and pizzas and all that. And then you think to yourself, what am I doing? I, I don't want to do this. Um, but it was just, it was, it was a great, and I met amazing people there. I must say, friends for life I met at that club. Um, but again, it's not my level. I, I wasn't putting this earth to play that level, Charlie, and I will not um, waste any another second in the game. And I'm going to tell you one, if anybody thinks that my media game is a flash in the pan... <laughs> Well, think again, I'm going to tell you why. The 25th of November 1991 was the day Freddie Mercury, the greatest showman that's ever lived, passed away. All right? Passed away. How child. do you remember that day? That's brilliant. Exactly. That day was the day I was born. One God out, one God out. <laughs> what are we end up by? Is that as finished? No, have you enjoyed his, have you enjoyed his media stuff? Jenk, he's, got a, he's got a chance oh, to go far, isn't he? Brilliant. Amazing. He'd tell you what I'd text him in that. Well, uh, do you know what, Charlie? I've no good Twitter. I stay away. I like quiet. You should get on Twitter, shouldn't you? But one, one, of my mates, one of my mates sent something you said to a guy. It was absolutely amazing. I think you said... Stuck up for him. I, it was just amazing to see something in your position. Dana, because a lot of people in your position, they, they don't want all the hassle. But for you to do that... Again, a, a, a total hero of mine. He sat beside him the day, and my God, we couldn't have been on. I couldn't have been on a worse day, looks wise. 
for somebody that good looking to be, sit beside me. You couldn't even believe it, Charlie. What would you do if you woke up one morning and my head was on your body? <laughs> The handsome. Phone Stevie Frail. <laughs> See, I've got your face here. You want it back? You want it your head? Right. Will you give that to your man, alright? Hi, Charlie. Listen, uh, thanks very much for the, 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 the present. It's a, it's a massive um, privilege to get it. I was wondering if you could sign it to the Slains. Not a problem, mate. No, no He's going to hug it. It's been a pleasure, the both of yes. Pleasure, mate. Absolute legend. Honestly, a legend. I'll give you a Cheers, wee mate. top man. Brilliant. We'll do it again. We'll definitely do it again. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.